Welcome to the Mary D Show. I'm your host, Mary D, here to be your guide as we extract wisdom and life lessons from top CEOs, thought leaders, artists, spiritual luminaries, and wellness experts. My intention is to bring you value in every show that sparks an idea, helps you break a limiting belief, or encourages you to create thoughts that uplevel your life so that you can know from the deepest parts of your soul that everything you want is available to you and that abundance is your birthright. In 2018, I healed from breast cancer holistically after surgery without the use of chemotherapy or pharmaceuticals. I love biohacking and plant medicine and exploring spirituality and what it means to be in relationship with spirit so that we can feel whole and complete no matter what life throws at us. My specialty in the business world is strategy and leadership, and my gift to each of you is my ability to listen so that I can help others see themselves. In each episode, I want to sprinkle you with some hope dust, tickle your funny bone, and inspire you to find your inner roar. Get ready to live your most aligned, purposeful, and joy-filled life now, and enjoy the show. What I know now that I wish I knew before I started my spiritual journey is that an open mind receives more delight than a closed mind, and God doesn't have to yell. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the need to feel right, and moreover, the need to feel right to the point that we would die on our sword in our righteousness. I have always felt really held by God since my first memory angels walking the hallways of my home, asking for protection and seeing immediate results, singing songs, whether they're hymnals or a way to rock out to Jesus, just the knowing that God is there for me and the experience of spirit being so present, reading the Bible cover to cover 12 times. Religion certainly had its part. It was one of the vehicles in which I developed my relationship with God. And as I've gotten older, that vehicle has shifted and changed ever so slightly. And my insight around what Christ consciousness really is has been really well defined. When I was 11, I went to live with my sister and her husband up in Lancaster, California. And if you've never heard of the place, don't worry, you're not missing anything. If there's anything you should know about my sister and her husband, it's that they were raised Christian. And they went to a Christian college. That's where they met. They never missed a Sunday service. They were always in service. When I was in the seventh grade, I went to a Baptist school, which was actually our church also at the time. And I remember one day during Sunday school with the other girls, we were making fun of those preachers on TV who would slap people in the head and say, you're healed. And then those people would fall down on the ground unconscious. And we all thought it was funny. I very distinctly recall us making fun of it. The idea that someone could put their hand on you and that you would be healed, it seemed ridiculous. But the irony is that people walk into hospitals and doctor's offices all day long. They talk to a doctor, they let them put their hands on them, and they expect to be healed. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So back to the story. A few days later, I came home from a Wednesday night youth group to find my brother-in-law and my sister sitting in the living room with this look on their face that I can only describe as the face of someone who has just landed on new knowledge or has had some big epiphany. And come to find out, 
They were visited by a preacher down the street who was starting a new church in the area. They had a conversation, and in the conversation, there was some exchange around the ability of God to heal instantaneously. My brother-in-law, being the righteous man that he was, was open to exploring what this might be, and so he went and sat in a Wednesday night church service, and there was a call for physical healing. My brother-in-law happened to have an abnormal gait due to his hips, basically one leg longer than the other, and it was visible, so he went up for a healing. Well, that pastor laid hands on him and prayed in the name of Jesus for healing, and my brother-in-law's hips straightened out, and his feet were even. And so he received his first healing, and in that moment, realized God's hand of healing could be very instantaneous, just like we all saw on television. I have never known my brother-in-law to be a liar, so I believed him in his story. And then we actually started going to church on Wednesday nights. And at this place, service after service, I would see people go up and get healing. And sure enough, they would receive instant healing in many of the cases. I even had my own experiences with sprained ankles and other sports injuries that seemed to heal instantly. Now, mind you, this didn't work every single time, but I would say it worked about 75% of the time, according to the people who were going up for healing and then expressing how they felt afterwards. I found myself going back to Sunday school at my Baptist church, and I was actually excited to tell the class that instant healing, the one that we were all making fun of, was actually real. The response I got were blank stares, maybe a couple of eye blinks, and then everyone just resumes their regular activities as if I hadn't said anything at all. So when I talk about self-righteousness, it's the desire to be right at all costs and how strong that desire is until something comes along to either disprove what we thought was correct or new information comes in that shifts our thinking or our belief. And the lesson that this story taught me was that it's okay to be wrong. Sometimes it's really freeing and fascinating and even supernatural to be wrong. There is a lot of physical healing that I experienced that I never would have experienced if I had held so dearly to the belief that God wasn't available to give people instant relief. If you're a Bible believer, then you see these stories throughout the Bible of Jesus and the other disciples healing. And in the same way, that was this happening in the now. Yet, there's so much division still amongst Christian faiths on whether these things are real or not. And I have no doubt that some of this might have been a placebo effect, or maybe someone said they felt better because they didn't want it to seem like God wasn't touching them. And at the same time, I know that much of it was real. I very distinctly remember praying for my own friends. I was on the track field and my friend Jared had trouble with his knee while we were stretching. He was uncomfortable saying that uh, wasn't quite ready to run. The knee just wasn't feeling it. I asked him, hey, can I pray for you? And he says, yes. And in that moment, he received instant healing and he was mind blown. I just remember him shaking his head and he was like, whoa, Mary, what did you do? And I was like, bro, I did nothing. Like, that was all God. I'm just just a vessel today. And it was amazing to me. I mean, every time I put my hands on someone, my mind was blown. And as I've grown up and traveled the world and explored other cultures, religions, and belief systems, I have found that almost every single culture has their own belief system around how their deity or deities heal. And guess what? 
There are lots of miraculous hands-on healings in the name of those gods. The belief that divides us is the self-righteous one that says, if people don't believe what I believe, then they are wrong. We create separation by saying things like, oh, that's not of God or that's of darkness, when in fact, these people are typically praying over their loved ones for exactly what we all want, which is physical healing and relief from pain for the people that we love. But we fail to see this when we're too busy looking through our own lens and one where we have to sit on a pedestal higher than everybody else. I wish that we all physically had glasses that allowed us to see what another person is actually seeing and experiencing, because I think that if we all took off our shades and gave them to another person and took the time to put on someone else's shades, we would see a new perspective and we would also see where we are so alike. We would see more togetherness than we would separation and more connection instead of division. I believe in the healing of the divine. I think that religions and cultures have all figured out in their own ways to create connectedness to source and that at the end of the day, it's up to all of us to take full ownership and responsibility of what that is for ourselves and that each tribe and each religion and each spiritual guru and all of these ancient cultures, they've all come to their own relationship and their own experience of God and how God works for them. And at the end of the day, I've learned to just take all of the gloves off and not put any limitations on God because that's, that's where we go wrong. There's such a theme, again, of unlearning You know what other people put on us or pass down to us. My encouragement is that you go up to the mountain, sit with God a bit, and then ask yourself why you believe what you believe. What are your beliefs that separate you from most of the people that you love? Where are you being self-righteous and not open to the gifts that the divine is just waiting for you to receive? Where do you disassociate yourself with others and create division? And why are you creating division? Are you scared of something? Is there a judgment there? What would it mean to open up a new path of connection with another person? And how can you show up and take full ownership of how you show up and identify the areas where your self-righteousness is used as a tool to divide instead of unite? Only you can answer those questions. And today, if you like the show, please give it a rating and forward it to a loved one. This lets the platform know that you like my content and it encourages it to share it with others. If there's something specific you would love to hear from me, for me to cover, please don't hesitate to reach out. And thank you for helping raise the awareness and consciousness of all those around you. We'll release a new episode next week. And until then, may abundance always walk beside you. May joy always go before you. And may love always guide you on your path. Thank you for joining us on today's show. I hope that today's session inspires you to live an aligned life where you get to take complete ownership of your feelings and decisions to live in your truth. You can connect with me more at www.maryd.com. You can also catch us on YouTube at The Mary D Show. Head on over to Instagram and Facebook and type in at The Mary D and just look for the little blue check to ensure you're on my official page.